Hey guys, welcome to War the Bay Podcast. I am Kyle. I'm Anthony. Uh, no more Nick again. Nick is still on paternity paternity leave. <laughs> Kyle yeah. had to approve that before he left. I had to approve it. Yeah, yeah, he had to submit a writing and you know something in writing signed by Jesse <laughs> to you know to get his paternity leave. But he's he's uh, we're not paying him though. I saw the child. I saw the little child. Did not held held him in my hands, hold but him held hold. Hold Didn't him hold him in, in my hands. hands, but I saw him. It's a cute little kid. Looks just spitting image of Nick. Tiny Nick. Tiny Nick. Kyle's afraid he was going to break him. I didn't want to break him. I was at, I was at their place, and uh, it just like I was like touching his leg. It was like so. It's like so because he was sleeping. And I was like, yeah. it was like, it was so soft, and like I could feel like right down to the bone. I was like, oh god, I, like I, like it's the. You ever listen to Mike Bigley? I think it's Mike or Jim Jim Gaffigan. Yeah. One of the two. Has like a good joke about like I don't want to hold the baby because it's not I don't want it to be well Mike killed the baby yeah, <laughs> Mike, yeah. Mike dropped the baby and there it's, <laughs> there it goes so like I don't I, wanna, I get I don't nervous holding infants too like it's yeah. like uh can I like I'll never hold one standing up yeah. I've got to be sitting down in like a big chair. Yeah. Like where I just feel yeah, like there's like chair. if I the only way I fuck this up is actually toss. The Can you put like comforters yeah. around the chair <laughs> yeah. and like let's get like everybody kind of stand in position of like the kick returner like yeah. under <laughs> me, <laughs> just in case I never know. Is that the dog? Let me check what that was. She goes crazy at night. I, I get up and I'm like I don't know what I'm gonna do. I just get up and I'm like oh, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> Need a bat. Yeah. What were we saying? So That's the plane of action is always a baseball bat. Uh, if you don't want to own a gun, it's a baseball bat. Yeah, I used to have like the, the something s- with reach. Yep. Something that you can swing quickly. Yep. Yeah. We can all swing and a bat. It's times. real easy. Yeah. 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 It's yeah. it's not it's not tough. Mm. Don't go for the knife. Go for the bat. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. Knife. I feel like that's too messy. I don't want to. And then gun. I just feel like I don't want a gun because it's so, I, like I just don't feel comfortable having a gun in my house. I'm weird like that. Okay. What if I want to kill myself one day and there's oh, a gun? <laughs> I'm just I'm saying that's what it is. Like, dude, now, now the options on the table. Well, the gun's right there. I swear to God, if you use the transition, <laughs> I think you're going to use. No, of course not. That, no, I would never do that. do that. I'm just saying. <laughs> no, that's like a legitimate fear of mine. I just, uh, it's the that what do they call it? like the the peeping into the void or like uh, uh, calls from the void. Peering it's just, into I, the void. Yeah, I just don't yeah. know if I want like a, a a killing thing, a killing machine in my house. It I mean, a baseball bat can be a killing machine. I yeah, but it's right. a baseball bat. I don't know. I just like I, that's for baseball. You can't say your gun is for like. Sports. I feel like I'm being a responsible person because like I don't know if I'm responsible enough to own a gun. That's the thing. I, not that I want to kill myself. It's just just. It's um. Suddenly the option. It's a table. weird. It's it's a weird thing if you didn't grow up around guns. Mm. I think like I think that's where yeah, I kind of, like right. my dad has always had a gun. So it's like yeah, there's a gun in the house. Like that's just like a thing, you know. There, but like. I don't know personally. Like I've never had the itch to like go get a carrying permit or anything like that. I think you're right because I I didn't grow up around guns and I wasn't exposed to them a lot. So like whenever I hold one or see one, I'm like, oh, there's a gun in the room right now. Like it's yeah, things kind of get real. It's you're like, oh shit, for me at least. I mean, my dad taught me a lot about like respecting guns, but like I was never really like. They weren't ever like just sitting on the kitchen table or nothing. But I like I knew he had one in his glove box and I knew he had one in, on his dresser at night. So it's like I just knew it was there. Was so your, uh, was your dad military? No, no. Yeah, my dad was. So like he's like triggers or gun is always loaded. Finger off the trigger. Never yeah. n- don't things. point it at something that you don't want to kill. Yep. Like. 
basically all the all those lessons yeah, is like those, what was drilled in my head as a yeah. young child. Which you know, which should make me a responsible gun owner. I just don't know if I'm ready for to just have a gun. I don't know. Why? Why are we talking about this? I what is Because <laughs> there was a disturbance. There was a disturbance in the forest. Yeah, and, and I had, Kyle to, had to investigate. Yeah. I don't know if he's going to edit that part out. Or no, not. Uh, actually, I'm going to uh, probably keep it in. I'll keep in. I'll edit out the silence, but keep the rest in. Yeah, just do that. Just roll with it. Um, so yeah, Nick's Nick's child is is born and and, and uh, has so a gun. He's, he's adorable. Uh, speaking of, oh, let's so let's, let's stay on this kind of track of co-host. Uh, I talked to Jonathan this weekend, or Long time th- not this weekend, but um, uh, I talked to him at Nick's birthday party a couple days ago. When I saw when I saw the actual kid, Jonathan was there, and I see Jonathan a lot. But um, he mentioned to me that he wants to come back to the show with one caveat: he wants it to be all in person in studio like all of us together again like in the same room podcasting i'm sure most people know nick nick records in a separate area sometimes anthony does um so he wants to get back to doing it all together and he wants to come back and if you've what if you listen to the show since the beginning you know exactly who jonathan is if not he was our third co-host and i guess still is our third co-host with anthony you guys are both third co-hosts we'll have a fight one day of death mm-hmm. it'll be like that scene in the dark night where joker breaks the pool cue yep yep we're gonna have tryouts. <laughs> yeah tryouts yeah yeah <laughs> so that stay tuned for that i think that's gonna happen uh, real soon here I, I i suggested to him number 200 so maybe that's what we do for 200 we just go to jonathan's and have a little bit of a little bit of a party kind of reminisce on favorite moments from the last episode i don't i don't see us going to ferg's or anything like no, that i think that's a, just no. like that's not our style yeah yeah <laughs> yeah no, that, that, no that, one's gonna give a shit they're gonna be trying to eat like what the fuck are you guys doing like podcasting? Exactly. Yeah. There's only one way that can end, yeah. and that's a disappointment. Yeah. Where, like nobody likes us. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, stay tuned for that. So, anyways, uh, I, we're gonna talk about sports eventually. But I, I um, I don't do any more podcasts like during the week anymore. I don't do Shark Dropper anymore. We haven't done it in like a month or so, and uh, just I, I just feel really, really sad this week. Hearing about old Chester Benningfield, Ben Ben Benningfield, should get his name right before I talk. But eulogize him. <laughs> um, as far as celebrity deaths go, there's only really ever been one that hit me as hard as this one did, and that was Robin Williams. Yeah. When he, when he passed, when he passed away, it was like God. Like that's like a huge part of my childhood, and like somebody that always made me laugh and. It's just like gone now. Like that was a hard one to swallow. I felt very similar about this one in terms of like he was a gigantic part of my childhood, and like the whole band was. But you know, of course, his voice was, you know, the the leading thing behind that. But it was it it was a shock to me. I mean, a oh, total shock. I felt sad when Chris Cornell died, but like this one really hit me. Like I was like, God damn! Like that's. That's rough. That's that's a hard one to like grasp because the guy had a lot to live for, like yeah. a family and like a wife that loved him, and you know. But I get it's just such a it's a terrible disease. This is, is. Uh, and it, and it doesn't matter how many people love you and care for you. It, sometimes it's not enough. No. That, that was just this was just another example of that. I, th- this is the first one that that really kind of hit me in terms of. This is somebody that I legitimately like. Robin Williams was kind of like a '70s guy, and like I did grow up on his movies, but like he's more of like 
he made his name back then. Yeah, I, I got you. Like I, I grew like I, I knew Chester Benningfield when he was growing up. Like I grew up with him as an artist. Like yeah. and through each album that he released and all the like the street team stuff for Lincoln Park and the remix albums and the Jay Z, uh, 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 Collision Course albums. Like that was that was me from age 13 or I'm sorry from age like 12 to age uh I'd say like 21 that was me that was who I was I, that was my favorite band uh, during that time in my life and that was that was a very influential time that's high, that's uh late middle school high school uh after graduation I mean th- like Linkin Park is the band and I was just thinking about this Linkin Park is like why I'm into the like I'm into a lot of like hip hop and old school hip hop and um, I, uh, I I would attribute that to to Lincoln Park because they first like Mike Shinona rapping over you know parts of the the songs or like singing singing half of the song with Chester like that and then like that Jay Z Collision Course album kind of turned me on to Jay Z like let me listen to him oh shit let me listen to Nas and and um, you know uh, 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 UGK like people like that. That all that all started from Lincoln Park, from just me liking Lincoln Park in my in my adolescence and walking to school every day with with uh, Hybrid Theory and my disc man as you know walking to high school. Yeah, that it, it all started there. So like this this hit me particularly hard because like Prince, David Bowie, and and well, it's th- this those is going to happen more because this is my generation. Right. This is a my generation guy that just right. died. Like, th- like, okay, like I totally understand. Like when David Bowie died, like what he meant to a lot of people. He was a great artist. I told you know Prince, same thing. But I didn't grow up with those guys. Like the people who really it really hit hard grew up with them, listening to them, and there was part of their lives. And this is a similar thing for us, you know. And it's yeah. like I love Nirvana, but I wasn't like conscience in terms of like when Kurt Cobain died like I I didn't grow up with Nirvana I love Nirvana but I didn't grow up with him like it's it's just like a it's a personal connection in a in a strange way but it is uh, I, I would say that Linkin Park meant as much to the early 2000s as Nirvana did to the early 90s. I would yeah. I would legitimately say that. Like, yeah. uh, people, some people are going to laugh, like, ah, bro, metal. And it is. Like, when I listen to it, it's like kind of pandering, like, sensitive, overly sensitive rock music. But the, the, I'll say this. Their music is unique it is. in a lot of ways. They did, like, they did they, something they a lot of people were doing. They technology yeah. before people were doing that. And they just took off with it and made a lot of great music doing so nobody ever did rap and rock together like as well as they did with like incorporating djs into the band yeah. and like uh the you know the only reason anybody ever liked chester was because mike shinona and and the you know and all the djs and like i wasn't into like screaming crazy rock music until yeah. lincoln park came along yeah so it's uh yeah. rest in peace you know, I'll miss him. I, I, I'll miss I, him too. Uh, I almost cried. I, like I, I went to, I went in my truck uh, the day he died, and I went to go like pull up my iPhone. I have like all my, uh, I still have MP3s on my iPhone, like a thousand year old man. Um, but I don't stream music. I have all my MP3s. So I went to go look for Lincoln Park. Well, I had taken all my Lincoln Park off my phone. Could be, you know, because I just, you know, I just kind of got sick of them. I just yeah. after a while, you, you, yeah. you, you change. Um, but. I was like, wow, shit, I don't have any Lincoln Park on my on my phone. And I was like, wait a minute, I'm in my truck. I have all of their CDs in my truck. Like, yeah, they're, still, they're still there. So yeah. like I just I popped in a CD like old school. I was just like it started blasting the Lincoln Park. Like, oh, it's really sad. And uh, yeah, I don't know what else to say. I think we said enough. Mm-hmm. Um I just want to close it with if you're struggling, 
Yeah. And and you need some help because we all need help at times. That don't hesitate to reach out to people because you'll be surprised at how willing people are to help that to want to help and some try to help you get through things. Some people have friends that are that feel that way, and um, you know, you can you can talk to them and just just be there for them. Right? You don't have yeah. to be like, hey man, don't kill yourself. But you can just kind of be there and talk to them and. and yeah. It, all it takes sometimes is a response. Yeah. You know, that's all that someone's looking for. Jesus Christ. What do we do now? Do, how, how, how do we transition from I think that we transition out on a song. To, hey, yeah. sports are happening. Yeah. <laughs> I think we, I don't think we can go cold, cold turkey, so I think we need to leave this out with a song. Oh, yeah. What's, what's, what song do you want to do right now? I don't know. Are, are, we, are we already going to, to race? No, no, we're good. We can... Well, I was gonna. <laughs> I was trying to, like, okay, Poignantly end of like, that. Push it, push it. You know, put it in the song. Let that play for a little bit, and then we come back. All right. So what's so like? Let's see what song. I um. We'll figure it out. We'll figure yeah, it out. Post. Post. This is all post. All post, post talk. Post talk. <laughs> I should uh, should have done a little bit more research for today's show. Do we want to talk about the Twitter thing? We can talk about that. That's that's because I, have, I really thing. have like very little knowledge of what actually happened. All right, all right. So, so explain it to me. Yeah, I'll I'll, I'll I'll kind of I'll run this down. And uh, so the Rays are giving out their DJ Kitty onesie this Saturday. Which I'm I'm trying desperately to get. If anybody wants to give me their DJ Kitty onesie, you know, hit HMU, uh, hit me up. You know, slide into the DMs or or, or you know whatever goddamn kids are doing these days. Just just get with me. Uh, but the the Rays are giving them out, and people are apparently like Kelly Nash and the whole MLB TV crew. They kind of they warm on MLB TV and like you know hey ooh, look you know. Um, so it's uh, it's sort of like the 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 sort of the talk of the baseball town right now. Like the, this is a kind of kind of a cool giveaway. So Lana Berry, who's a big baseball Twitter person, personality, uh, personality, yeah, yeah. yeah. She uh, who she's you know, she's a very good follower. Yeah, she's, she's up there funny. with like yeah, you know, she's like with Jesse Specter yeah. and like the um, who else do I follow? The uh, the that girl on deck, like the other girl that like um, yeah. She tweets about baseball. I, you know, kind of, kind of in that realm of yeah, uh, good follower if you like baseball. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah I follow her. Like, yeah. uh, you know, I don't have a problem with her. So she, um, she's tweeting the Rays like, hey, you know, if you give me one of these DJ Kitty onesies, I'll do my Twitter live show in the onesie. And then the Rays are like, yeah, yeah, we'll send you, we'll send you a thing. So our, you know, friend of the show, Andrew, uh, takes exception to that. He, uh, he he's not appreciative of that. Also, um, why? Uh, Connor. Uh, oh, Jesus, Connor. I'm so, I'm so sorry. Uh, um, but Connor, Connor, Connor as Aikman. well. Connor Aikman. Yeah, I, I I apologize. I should know your last name. Went to high school. With yeah, I know. Oh, did you really? Yeah. yeah, I met him. He's a nice guy. Yeah. Um, they take exception to that because apparently Lana had made some some remarks about the Rays on opening day uh, about about uh, a picture was tweeted about the um, the, the crowd and she said oh, that's a good crowd for Tampa which I I contend I don't think that's real that's like borderline at, at best I, it was I opening day right it was opening day yeah it's, it's and, a good crowd for Tampa yeah well, like that's what like it's like there was there's still, no like like. like 
It's a sellout. She's it's right. It's opening She's day. Safe. That's a good crowd for us. Like, we don't the, sell games they, besides they opening said, day. <laughs> they had said that she had said other things. I I, I haven't seen okay. them, but I don't know. But, okay. I'll, you know, so I'll what get, was the response? So Andrew told, tells her, um, oh, what was it? Something, something akin to... Uh, unless you're willing to cook us all dinner, then you're not getting a, a DJ Kitty onesie. And that right there, my friend. That's not good. And that that right there, my friend, is why I can't side with Katzman. Oh, I think I've told him too. I I think he knows that, I, and he knows he fucked up. And and I've told him that I can't I can't side with him on that. Right, right. But let you me. Know. I look, I don't. Okay. Katzman does this a lot. He does. Or he says something that he shouldn't. Yeah. And then he turns around and goes, well, I shouldn't have done that. Motherfucker, just skip the first step and don't do it. Yes, I, I know. He- you know, and I'm not trying to be mean or anything like that. Like, but just, dude, like, stop. Like, just yeah. stop. There's no, like, every, like, the Reds come to town. He's like, I fucking hate the Reds, man. It's like, we play them, like, once every few years. Like, how do you hate them? And then he just talks about some something that he has a grudge against. Like, man, just chill out. No, dude. he could do that. Like, I, I'm saying, no, 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 no. Look, that's, he's well within his right to do that. And I think, and I kind of, of agree with him on those. right. I just disagree with the way he goes about about it. Well, hold on. Hold on. Let, me, let, me, let me say my piece. And here's the thing, like. Like when the Mets come to town, or like when when some of these big draws come to town, you see all these Mets fans show up and Cubs fans. I think that's that's his big reason for getting pissed off, and that's why he doesn't like. Right. He's all, but he's kind of. We all, all do. Yeah. We all get upset with stuff like that. So he's very vocal about those issues. Right, but in the wrong way. Well, th- yes. There, That's there, the there issue. are things that he said. Yeah, and this wasn't the only time. I think there was something else, and he knows it. Like I'm not like I'm not I know saying he knows anything. It. Yeah. So why keep doing? And it? I've I've talked to him about <laughs> this. Like he he knows. Um. I don't know. I he I think he's just he he's just so passionate that he and I'm not trying to make excuses for it. I, I, no, I don't I, think it's I, right. I, I just think he's so passionate that it just comes out and it, and it, and that's what he says. And he said, you know, the, it's um, you know the first I, I've I've been guilty of that. I I, like, I tweet with like white rage in my eyes. Yeah, I'm like you motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> so we all have been okay. I'm but it's not, not a cool thing I'm, to I'm, say. I'm, it's not. But like at the same time, like. I don't go like off the hinge telling people stuff like that. Like that's not my off the hinge thing. Yeah. Like you know, like my off the hinge is just telling you to you know fuck yourself or something like that. Like that's my like I've flown off the rail kind of thing. You can't jump to stuff like that, especially you can't today. Yeah. Like I, I get it. Like I like st- stupid jokes like that. Like you know, but. He wasn't making a joke, right? Like he was legitimately saying that because he was angry. Like, and even then, like I understand that people are sensitive these days about everything, and and that's kind of the culture that we live in. But there's still like there's no place for that. Like, yeah. Lana Berry is like a very nice person by all accounts, and is funny and very knowledgeable about baseball. And I'm not trying to like white knight for her, but she just is. Like, and there's just like no reason to say that to somebody ever. Like, no matter who they are. That, like, well, that was my thing. It, it's it's sort of like, um, I I don't think what she said in the first place was that bad. And then there, there, you don't cross that kind of a line of like you don't discriminate against somebody just because they were they, they didn't like your baseball team. Or, or they like said the, something like that could be construed as like yeah. not liking your baseball team. Yeah. I don't know. I, I've However, I will say that the Rays did kind of take kind of take that opportunity of like to shit on him. Uh, yeah, to shit on him, and they always do. Because like they the, do. that Twitter account has gone from like 
mom and pop by the book not responding to anybody unless they have like a really serious question about tickets or any what they to like we're gonna roast your family not only like, that <laughs> but they kind of they kind of do suck the dick of like verified accounts look at the whole jj barstool sports things they gave that they gave that dude free tickets and he, he just he went in there and he shit all over that's our team that's how you build your social media it is it, it is like, and that's what those people are They're being trying. paid to do is build the social media so of course they're going to take every opportunity they can to get their name in Dude, that's going to be the worst like job that. in sports right now is social that raise so, no that raise social media person because you have such a shitty team with a shitty fan base that it's what do you say what do you do yeah, it's it's probably really easy for the lightning social media people. Yeah. I oh mean, yeah. I mean, they I shit gold. They just yeah. they just they just throw peanuts. I'm like, here you go. Like, I say ah! that, but they haven't been the same since Katie Kaufman left. But oh, you're Katie Kaufman lover. I think. Um, yeah, maybe. I don't know. No, yeah, I just I thought, thought she did. Drop a, I thought she did a super job. Yeah, you know, she's also she's also uh, you know young and attractive, and you know. <laughs> Who's running it now? Do you know who's running it now? I have no idea. I, I have no idea either. Yeah. It's not as public. She did as do. She, she did do a great job. Yeah. I like. Yeah, she she did good. At she re- was really good at ruffling feathers and stuff like that. Well, not only that, but she also interacted with. Like that's the big thing, and with uh, social when it comes to social media, people want to feel like important. So like it's it's nice when when not only does does the Lightning Twitter account interact with you, but you know who runs the Lightning account, and she'll follow you, and she'll kind of interact with you, and you're yeah. like, oh hey, I kind of feel kind of special. You know, she yeah. was really good about that. Yeah. So. And like the same thing with like um, with uh, like radio. Like Steve Dumeg blocks me on Twitter. He's like he blocks me because I had a difference of opinion. I didn't call him an asshole or anything. I didn't cuss at him. I didn't. You know, somebody else blocked you recently. We'll talk about that in a second. But you know, I, I just think like like just because I have a difference of opinion of you doesn't mean you have to block me. But like guys like Drew Grabo on on one two five, he he interacts with me daily. Granted, I haven't had like a difference of opinion of him. Like I haven't, yeah. I haven't like fought that's, with him. That's always like a test. That's always a test when <laughs> yeah, you get a follow. Yeah. It's like it's like when you see an opinion and you disagree with it. Like we'll see how they react. He like, might block me if I start yeah. disagreeing with it. That's true. Yeah. Uh, but still, I, I you know just, just it, that stuff like that goes a long way. What what were you saying though? Like the um, speaking of. Um, Someone else blocked you this week. No, oh, no, that was that was like week. That was like after the, all the Peter Abraham shit. That was uh, Mark Tompkins blocked me on Twitter. <laughs> I don't know how this. I don't know how this happens. Kyle, I, you wrote an email. Do you mind? Oh yeah. Do you mind if I read? Do you want to read it? Go show? ahead and read it. Yeah, yeah. I, so so Kyle has been trying to reach out to Mark Topkin <laughs> this past week. <laughs> Uh, about being blocked on Twitter because he's literally lost his like best outlet for Ray's news. I can't. I'm getting uh, Ray's news. Like, <laughs> what, like I, I see people quoting like just like blank. I'm like, what the fuck happened? Kyle, can I get some sad music, please? Uh, yeah, let's 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 do a little sad. Music. Sad violin, maybe. Yeah, yeah. Let's, do a little so sad let's cue that up real okay. quick before I before I read this. Go ahead. This email. So, uh, starts off very nice. Hi, Mark. I come to you hat in hand to ask you that you unblock me on Twitter. <laughs> while, I'm not, while I'm not quite sure what it is that I did, I am blocked nonetheless. There are times when I, go, when I do get pretty abrasive with out-of-town reporters, so perhaps that might have been why? Just, just a little abrasive. <laughs> Either way, I enjoy your coverage of the team and rely on you for updates while I'm in the park. If you could find it in your heart <laughs> to give me another chance, I would appreciate it. Signed. Kyle, and then he put his Twitter at, at, my, at my Twitter. So it was really, easy, it was really easy for Mark to find. So Kyle, that email was sent how many days ago? Uh, on Wednesday. Wednesday. It was sent when? Uh, 
Has Mark Topkin unblocked Fuck you on Twitter? No. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, let me see. Hold on, let me check. Let's see. Let's TV Times or let's, I just like uh, TV Times. Uh, no, answer is no. I don't know. What, I don't know what I did, man. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck I did. I didn't say. I don't. I like. I make it a point not to talk a lot of shit to him, and uh, I'm still blocked somehow. I don't know what I did. Don't it's, know what I did. It's you know what? It's very much like Stephen White. If you follow Stephen White on Twitter, you know. Oh that, yeah. Like, if you if you at this guy, you better be careful. Because he's very quick with the block button, and he'll get rid of your ass before he responds. You know, in fact, you made me just forget. Yeah, I am blocked by Stephen White because I, <laughs> I, 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 he's a great. He was a great follow. I God, I miss him. Like I, another I just, email and code. <laughs> yeah, I just had sort of a difference of opinion from him, then he blocked me. Like I don't, I, I don't get it. But at, at the same time, I don't have that many followers and a bunch of people talking shit to me, so I, I can't talk. Who am I? I, I guess I can understand with some with some jerk off to start, but I always make it a point. I don't insult you personally, and I try not to use curse words. Uh, I, I always try to keep it, you know, just a difference of opinion. And if you can't handle that, then I'm sorry. But right. Some people kind of understand that, roll with it. Like like I'll give a lot of credit to T Crass with with six twenty. He, um, you know, I've, I've had it out with him a, a few times, and he actually actually once he blocked me and unblocked me just to reply to me. But he'll he he will actually like go at it with me and stuff. So like I give a lot of credit to people like that. Yeah. So don't block. <laughs> Fuck you, bro. <laughs> Everybody knows the plan, Kyle. Everybody knows. The plan. Yeah. Everyone, nobody tell Kyle anything about the Rays on Twitter. If anybody asks, nobody tells him anything. I'm Kyle's 30 years Kyle's old. In I, the should, dark. I, I I I should be. I should, yeah, you're right. I should be above. Um. This, uh, you know, as a thirty-year-old man, but I'm not. Yeah, who hey, knows? Fuck it. You maybe, be. maybe one day I won't be. Uh, the nobody's above anything. Football season starts next month. It does. Do you know, I have I have fever dreams of waking up. I like wake up thinking like, oh god, I didn't start my fantasy football league. Oh shit. Oh fuck. Oh, oh man. I got in like such trouble last year in my fantasy league because I didn't I wasn't a good commissioner. Hey, speaking of commissioner, this whole stick carriers thing. What do we what do we think about this? We've we've had we've had Justin Pulowski on the podcast a couple of times and I like him. He's a great guy. And it was a very cool quote. It was an awesome by quote. Our coach. We played it on our show last week. It was week. a great quote. Are we really going to start a movement around the quote? I think there's a lot of optimism around the team. There I th- is. I think I think it's you know they're 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 right to 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 want to, want to get excited. Listen, I got I got no problems with Justin Pulowski most of the time. Not I, at all. I I think I think he's I think his personality is a lot different than the guy that he actually is. If that makes any sense. Yeah, he's yeah. Well, he's definitely playing. A, yeah, you know, he's kind of hamming it up. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah, and. Look, I, I I totally understand what he's doing. I mean, it's it's a movement, and the more people that get behind it, the bigger he gets, you know. And and that's fine. And like, I think he does good work, and I think that, you know, he's he's consistent with his shows, and for the most part, like he just wants the Bucks to succeed. Yeah, I think deep down, that's really what he wants. But um, I don't know. I just I, these little movements like hashtag stick carrier, like it's it's cool, but. 
but like I, just, I, I don't give a shit. Like I just want the team to win. Like yeah. it doesn't have to be a hashtag behind everything and all that. Like just, I just want the team to do well. Their thing is they want to, they want to make the annoying. Bucks. They want to make going to Raymond James scary again, which I love. I, 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 that's why I love Sticks of Fire. Like I love, I love that anybody that's willing to make out of town fans in Tampa feel uncomfortable. Because that's that's what I try to do. Like, I, but I, I just do that as a normal dude. They've kind of disappeared, by the way. What's that? Six of fire. I mean, they're still a thing. Have they really? They're still a thing, but like that that whole getting on TV constantly and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, that's just kind of kind of got well, away. You know why? Because their social media person is a dick face. <laughs> and their and their puppets, their PR is not very yeah. good. <laughs> yeah, they, they're they're kind of too. And the team is like, uh, we can't be associated with people that say that. They're kind of too clubby. <laughs> look, look when when six when 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 that six of fire, but the the stick carriers start charging like ten bucks for membership, and you get like your own commemorative stick. Yeah, then go fuck yourself. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like for now, the stick carriers just like okay, guys. Like it's like a little thing on Twitter. But I like, like I see I see you, but I you know I'm just I'm not paying twenty dollars to get a scarf and a <laughs> membership to sit in a seat that i could buy anyway like what are you gonna do like if i'm not in sticks of fire i'm gonna go up to 307 and be like hey hey i bought a seat here and you'll be like extra 20 bucks you need a scarf too no fuck you how about that i'm gonna sit in this seat anyway i like, like i like stuff that makes opposing fans scared though that's why i like i like the stick carriers but i'm also a contrarian so i'm also like well let's see how good the team is next year so blah, 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 blah. I'll admit that. I don't know. I, people people can have fun with their sports teams however they want. I think it's cool. It doesn't mean I gotta like it though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I I I I think what well, well, I think our consensus between you and I uh, is is basically like, um, you know, pump the brakes and the optimism. Like the Bucks have jilted us before. Let's just kind of see how the team is. And look, if they're if they're a playoff contender this year, then fucking stick carry and and, and bash have motherfuckers. Have a party. Like, yeah. Have a have, fucking let's party. Have a fucking party. I just, I just want I. I, I'm of the opinion I just want the Bucks to, to prove what you guys think they are. You know, they are who we thought they were. Yeah, yeah, they are who they thought. And they we were. can't let them off the hook. Yeah, we're cute. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony on fire tonight! <laughs> Woo! Oh shit! Um, last last show was like all was it the All Star break? Yeah. So, oh, so we so we played we baseball. Just, yeah, we, we played got, some baseball. Woo! We got a lot of stuff to talk about, guys. A lot of things have happened. There, there, there's a lot of raised news to uh, cover here. Um, and uh, bottom, the bottom line of this situation is, and in Jesus Christ, the trade lines deadlines coming up. We got to get our shit together and work. Mark Topping tweets yeah. today. We got to get our shit together, guys. So let's uh, let's find out if the race suck. I ordered a frappuccino. Where's my fucking frappuccino? <laughs> Alright, let's do this. When I pretend everything is what I want it to be, I look exactly like what you had always wanted to see. When I pretend I can forget about the criminal I am, still a second after second just cause I know I can. But I can't pretend this is the way it'll stay. I'm just. I can't pretend I'm who you want me to be, so I. Nigga gone, brush your shoulders <laughs> off. Ladies is pimps too, gone, brush your shoulders off. Niggas is crazy, baby, don't forget that boy told you kid. Okay, we're back. We're here to determine if the race suck. So when last, when last we left our heroes, they were uh, in a four-game set with the Angels, a three-game set with the three Angels. Set, yeah, yeah. Uh, they were off Friday night or Thursday night, and they played Friday night. And late, I, late game. Yeah. 
for us. West, West Coast trips are rough. It is rough. What it's hard to watch. I kind of wake up to the score like, oh, hey, we won. Like, it's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same way. Um, but we had a, 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 a two win or two one win against Anaheim, which I've which I've already forgotten for some reason. Why? Like, why? That was Mike Trout's return after no, the All Star game. Yeah, you're right. Longo hit a homer. Yeah, that's that's, that's one thing I want to talk he about. He breaks it. You know? Yeah, Evan Longoria has suddenly been hitting like very well after the All Star break, and it's his usual thing, man. Yeah, he he'll go, he'll slump, then he'll pick it up, and then he'll slump, and then he'll pick it up, and then he just ends up at like we always say, like two sixty with thirty homers and hundred RBIs. He's close he, to it. He's a consummate professional, man. He he just he yep. does what he does. Like like uh, you know what you're gonna get from Longo. Yeah, uh, Jonathan, who we talked about earlier, he talks about like well, Longo this, Longo that. I think just Longo is who he is, man. He he he's just he's he's gonna hit you. Uh, what like two seventy ish? Yeah. With what twenty to you know twenty to thirty homers, homers yeah, maybe a hundred RBIs yeah. depending on the year. Like yeah, that's who we, that's yeah. just kind of who he is, and, and that's fine. That's why yeah. I want. Yeah, I want that guy. Like, yeah. like I'll I'll have it. And he I'll plays take more of those. Yeah. He plays great third base. Okay, yeah. great. Uh, that's what I want. Like, cool. I'm cool with that. Um, so uh, nice little. It was an extra innings win. Nice yeah, was, little extra innings win late into the night. It was, and then um, we go to to uh, what was it Sunday's game, Saturday's Saturday's, Saturday's game. game. Yeah, Alex Cobb pitches. Alex Cobb, uh, arguably, turning it on. Yeah, he. I mean, picking right back up where he left off. I mean, uh, the the ace of the staff, without question. He is. Uh, I I love Alex Cobb. He's very good. I, I, it's gonna suck to lose him next year yeah. <laughs> because um, real quick. I've been seeing, like, you know, the trade room articles are starting. Yeah. You know, or not starting, but they're, like, full swing. Really, like, early in the trade cycle, like, when the trade deadline was creeping up, people were like, Ray should, uh, you know, raise their possible candidate for to get starting pitching from. You know, Chris Archer, Alex Cobb, Jake Odorizzi. And I'm thinking to myself, we're uh, we're in first place at wild card. Yeah. First, we're first wild card spot. Like, what, what do you mean? Like, we're going to trade one of our, like, what? What? What king's ransom is the Cubs going to offer to us to like take away one of our best starters when we're in the middle of a playoff push? Yeah, this is not like it better the be season. their entire farm system or some sh- like like that's just that's not the we're not that this season. Like get with the program. Yeah, like, I, I think unless we lose like if anything, we're buyers right now. Ten yeah. games. Yeah, oh, we're definitely yeah. buyers. I mean, the, the Rays are out there looking aggressively for a, a relief pitcher, like a, a left handed relief pitcher. Sounds like yeah, yeah. But I think I. I a bat, fine. That be you know, th- yeah. that's icing on the cake. But we yeah. really need to get like a left hander in the bullpen or 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 something. We need another arm in the bullpen. Because right least. now, so right now, the bullpen's kind of shaping itself. Boxberger, Hunter, and Colome are definitely like pretty. They've, they've kind of been like the uh, the anchors. I like, mean, Boxberger's yeah. still early in his return. Hunter's been good when he's healthy. And Colomay's been up and down, but he's still getting it done most nights. Colomay leads the AL in yeah, saves. He's so still getting it done most nights. He's getting it done. So. We've kind of found some consistency. We're still doing like the plug and play thing with the guys from Durham, and then like we, you know, we DFA Diaz, and like so, adding an arm or two that are consistently good, like that gives you five consistent bullpen pitchers. Yes, like that's way easier to deal with. Five. That's and five you still innings. got Austin Pruitt sitting in the minors who you could call up, who's kind of figured it out. Then all of a sudden the bullpen goes from what's a weakness to I don't want to uh, maybe a strength, maybe kind of on that cusp 
being like maybe just kind of like okay, it's no longer like a a fucking glaring weakness. That's why Every um, I kind of want to I, I kind of want to move on to this this Blake Snell thing because Jonathan mentioned to me uh, a couple of days ago. He said he says. Uh, you know what? What do you do about Blake Snell? And I think you just—you really got to kind of wait him out until Matt Andrees gets healthy because I don't want to see Erasmus Ramirez be moved back into a starter. I think he's good with what he's doing now. He's your long reliever guy, and he can give you, you know, three or four good innings to yeah. get to, you know, to get to the rest of your bullpen. That's what I want. I want that guy. Um, I, I I think you kind of have to wait it out for for Andrees to come back. I don't think you bring up Honeywell. I don't think you do anything like that. I think no, you no, just no. kind of. I want the race to buy at this deadline, but oh, not absolutely. not at the cost of the future. I don't want to see Honeywell gone. I don't want to see Adamus gone. Sure, I'm, I'm I understand that it's going to take prospects, but not everybody like and not guys like that like Honeywell and Adamus who are definitely going to be major leaguers. Like, give up some double A guys or give up guys fringe guys or try to work some trades that don't mortgage our entire future because. I don't want that. I, I really don't like it. <laughs> no, but I, I don't. I don't think. I don't see that happening. I don't either. Yeah, uh, you know. I think the front office is is competent enough to where they won't. They won't do that. No, because look, I mean, we got we got Hetch Varia, we and, and and they traded him for a couple minor leaguers, Braxton yeah. Lee and, and Ethan Clark. Like they they traded those two guys for Hetch Varia, who is making a huge impact on on defense and and you know getting some big hits like in yeah. games like. His defense I, is the key there, though. Oh, dude, his defense is so good. It's made shortstop like a strength all this of a sudden. Is, this is why I love this team because we're we're we're, we're making those big plays on defense. We've got we have guys like Malik Smith who can come in and make things happen on the base pads. Uh, we have big hitters like Souza and, and Dickerson and, and, and Morrison to just. To, 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 this, this is a team like I've never seen before. We're, we're we're such we're so close to a complete team. Couple of bent arms, man. Yeah. Yeah, really. That's Double really all it and Andres, is. And Andres coming back healthy and We'd ready be to go. A very complete team. Yeah. Defensively, uh, pitching wise, hitting wise, like uh, look out, it, it, you know. And that's kind of why I want them to buy is that I think I don't think you see the Rays with a this potent of a lineup year in and year out. No, some guys are going to regress. Wonder. Yeah, this is not going to happen next <laughs> yeah, year. Yeah, some guy like Dickerson's already regressing. Like his average is dropping pretty quickly. Yeah, uh, you know Morrison's not going to hit like this again next year. He'll probably get a nice contract, but wherever he goes, he won't be this guy. He'll still be good, but he won't be this guy. Um, you know, it, we only have Ramos for a limited amount of time. It's uh, you. This is a lineup I think that can hit in the playoffs. Is what I'm getting at. Oh, you're absolutely right. I, 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 you know, I think that was our problem in years like 2010 and stuff like that. Is the lineup was good enough to get you through the regular season with a really good record because your pitching was so dominant. But when it came to the playoffs, it was like, how many 1-0 games can you win in a row? Like, it, you, that was kind of how it started to go. Yeah. You know, we'd get shut down. And we'd have a whole, like, three guys in our lineup that were just automatic outs. It seemed yeah. like, like, you just can't have that. I think I think we have we have we have as many strengths as we do weaknesses in every position. Like for the for and and that's not necessarily a bad thing. Like we have we have really good starting pitching, you know. When they're on, yeah. When they're on at the like you know, at, at, the, at the top three to four, yeah. Um, and then it kind of drops off. Um, you know, it's a big contrast from 08 when we had just like 
elite starting pitching and, and, and you know past years when we made the playoffs just elite starting and pitching bullpens too yeah and bullpens, bullpens yeah 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 I think everywhere just has their good points and their bad points and, and, and we're, we're sort of a complete team like no matter what we do as far as like winning or losing like it's, right. it's so I <laughs> I remember there was a year I want to say it was Madden's last year actually where we had no speed oh yeah like Zobris was our best base dealer that yeah. year yeah, like we had like Zobris and Longoria. <laughs> yeah, bases. It, like that's unacceptable. Like that kind of stuff. And I'm so glad that the speed is back and the defense is back. It does so much for you. It does so much for you as a team when you know Malik Smith at the top of the lineup every night. He, if he gets on, like it's on. Like the setting is like as soon as he gets on to lead off the game, it's like all right, the setting is on. Like well, they're go. saying uh, yeah. uh, Kiermaier could be back as, as soon as August eighth. So like yeah. when you get and I I, I never thought he was that good of a base stealer to be honest with well, you. Well, I'm just saying is. like I I don't like I th- th- there's no way they send uh, um, you can't send Smith down. No, you can't send Malik down. So like you got to send Shane Robertson or somebody down. And to have like uh, guys like Peterson, you mean? Kevin Ke- or Shane Peterson, I'm yeah. sorry, yeah. yeah. Uh, but to have guys you like Kiermaier, Daniel Robertson, and, <laughs> and Shane, Shane Peterson, Peterson. <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I did. Yeah. Said, Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't you can't send Kiermaier. You're, you know to have to have guys like Kiermaier and Malik Smith on the same team who just have that much of a threat, like when they're like offensive threat. It's um, right. you know, they could Malik be Smith and left, Kiermaier and center. Susan Wright, Court Dickerson, DH. Yeah, occasionally Court Dickerson kind of yeah, comes out. I think he, Malik Smith is going to be Rasmus odd man gone, out. Yeah. I mean, no, he's not odd man out now because Rasmus is not playing. Hey, right. So, like, there's a spot there now, like a permanent spot for the rest of the year. Yeah, like, but I just yeah. think, like, now you have Ricky Weeks that's coming back, and then, like, uh, wait, I thought we got rid of him. No, he's still coming back. Like, as far as that DH position, you got to keep Corey Dickerson wait a in the minute. lineup. Wait a minute. We didn't let go of Ricky Weeks. Ricky Weeks is literally playing for the Durham Bulls. He hit a home run last night. <laughs> I'm sorry. Ricky Weeks is still playing for us. <laughs> I'm like genuinely shocked right now. I thought we finally got rid of his ass. No, dude, he's still playing for us. Holy shit. Yeah. Why? I she got me. I don't know. He's still playing for us though. Ain't nobody playing for us. Yeah, he Ricky Weeks apparently still playing for us. Okay. All right. But I guess that's the thing. I mean I thought Thought we had moved on to bigger and better things, but apparently <laughs> I, here we are. You have you have a couple of situations as far as like DH and and and, and uh, outfield. That uh, you know your your best player is your DH who also can play outfield. So it's like he, he's got to be in the lineup every night. So you have That's what I'm saying. Yeah, Susan right, Kiermaier center, Smith and left, Cord Dickerson DHs, and then you rotate every once in a while with like Borges or whatever. Like that's it. Ricky Weeks should not come into this picture. Like he just shouldn't. Like this should. <laughs> what, why is he still on the team? Yeah, like, here he like, is. <laughs> Here's Ricky Weeks. Notice how we've improved since he got hurt. Like and Kiermaier for that matter. Yeah, exactly. Wow, these fucking guys. Where did you fucking guys get out of my get out of my city? No, I'm kidding. Just kidding. Uh, what about Blake Snell? Ricky Weeks, more like Ricky Years. <laughs> oh, hey! Oh, hey. <laughs> Check out the band, Paul. Let's go to commercial. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Jesus. No, seriously, Blake Snell. Blake Snell. What do we do? What? what, what, what why? What? 
What is he doing? Not attacking the zone still. Not doing the not doing the one thing that he should be doing again. Who did you say would get his shit together sooner? Blake Snell or Rick Ricky Aguayo, Roberto Aguayo? <laughs> Which one of those was going to get their shit together? I guess Snell, because I think Snell actually has like legitimate talent. I think Aguayo is just a kicker. At this point, I kind of I'm kind of leaning towards Aguayo. As much shit as I talked about, I'm I mean, think, it's much uh, easier for him I'm, I'm to get shit together. Him. Just start making field yeah, goals. Just make some field goals. Yeah, yeah. like Blake Snell's gonna be like, okay, how do I like get to the fourth inning without throwing in like eighty pitches? Yeah, to get he's there. Just, he's just, I, I, uh, I feel like we may have broken not, him. These are not good signs. Did we break him? Not. Uh, we might have broken him. Yes. <laughs> because, you know, at this point. Usually, usually a rookie will have like a couple of good starts under their belt, but he's just been awful all year. Yeah, I see. Uh, I see a guy that still has a, every bit of talent in the world that may never really he fully put it together. Get shit He'll together. just hang out in the minors for like eight years off his potential. I mean, excuse me, in the majors off his potential. And then like eventually he'll just flame out and teams will be like, all right, we've kind of figured out that you can't throw strikes. So like it's... <laughs> I hope that's not what it is. If he starts to throw strikes consistently, and if he finds that command, holy shit, because he's got he's some nasty shit. Yeah. Like, his curveball is disgusting. Yeah. But he can't throw a fastball consistently to, like, in the strike zone. So I'm no MLB pitcher, but I feel like it's just throw, throw a few fastballs, you know, in the zone and then and then bring out your, your crazy shit. Yeah. Like, or just, like... <laughs> like it would, it would benefit, it would behoove him so much if he could just throw a first pick strike, like just get ahead in the count, and then you can start like, you know, then fucking you, with yeah, him. Then you yeah, fuck with him. yeah, exactly. Yeah, you're exactly right. Like, yeah. Look, all right, we're just two guys sitting in a fucking room on, you know, doing a podcast that a hundred something people listen to. So I, I'm not Jim Hickey. I one hundred. You guys hear that? One hundred. Yeah. One hundred people. <laughs> yeah. I'm not Jim Hickey. I don't, like, I, I, you know, I can't, I'm not a pitching coach, but it's pretty clear to see that the guy's just, like, mentally just not all there right now. And they in the Durham stint, we thought he may have figured it out, but he was still having, like, really inflated pitch counts, like, six, into the sixth inning. Like, if you want to be that elite starter to match your stuff, you've got to go deep in games. You do. You have to. Yeah. And... At this point, like we're, I feel like we're beating a dead horse. Like, what do you say to the guy? Other than you just gotta let him figure it out. Yeah, let him figure it out. You just that's like that's it. You just have to let him figure it out. Yeah. All right. And and we're also playing the Rangers tonight, so I don't know how we're doing against the Rangers. We're down one nothing. Right no. Now. It's always the fucking Rangers. Yeah, no, we're fucking Elvis Andrus. Yeah, yeah, the solo shot. Yeah. Who's pitching tonight? I, don't even check. I believe it's Cobb. Cop and cop, yeah, cop has cop. Yeah, uh, Kib, Kib, Kib had a lot of good th- Going things. Going to the camp here. <laughs> he a, oh, never mind. It's one one now. Brad Miller home. Hey, Brad, hey! you know Brad Miller. Uh, you know, I was a little, I was I was kind of down on him earlier in the year, but I think he's got. He, he seems like he's turning around a little bit after he came off the DL. So, you know, good for good for you, Brad Miller. Good for you, Brad. If, that'd be huge if he can get going. Let's just have a huge offense, and that's it. Fuck, Everybody fuck these pitchers. Yeah, separate weeks. <laughs> go get, let's go get Mike Trout and fuck it. Like, like come on, we're di- like, you know, we're, we're down. We, we 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 set like a record in the World Series Wait, of coming right. back for let's the most games. Let's go get Mike Trout and fuck it. I just I just <laughs> realized what you said. 
Yeah, that would take like probably Cobb, Archer, and Odorizzi in like World a bunch of World Series bunch baby. Of prospects. Boom. Well, no, nobody's no starters. You could just have the rest of our farm system for the next ten years. Okay, would you? Oh God. If we tra- Mike Trout, we get Mike Trout this year for like the the entire Durham Bulls. <laughs> like, no. like for everybody. Well, we want we might win a championship with Mike fucking Trout. Well, of course. So we only get him for this year. What happens? Do we do we just decide we can't afford? Well, we get him, him for the rest of his contract. Okay, what's his contract? Right I don't know. I'm gonna look it up. Yeah, right, look it up. Yeah. That's that's a big thing here. So the enti- so what you're saying is the entire double A team gets called up after this trade happens. I mean, <laughs> like basically all the talent. Well, I'm just saying everybody like, that they would want. Our top five prospects. Okay, top five. Yeah. Okay. For Mike Trout this year, his I have to see his contract first. Ah, uh, Jesus Christ! What's his contract? Just look up Mike Trout contract. Yeah, you're right. It's got to be somewhere. We're Probably on our podcast. I look it up. Six years, one hundred forty-four million. No, that can't be right, can it? Okay, it ends in twenty twenty. Oh. Okay, is it UFA in twenty twenty-one? So, a twenty-nine-year-old Mike Trout goes to UFA in twenty twenty-one. We get him today for, for our top five top prospects, five prospects, which, by the way, is now a good good farm system considered by many. So. Do you do it? There's I a lot think of things the answer. I think the answer is yes. Because um, I've seen, I've seen relief pitchers fetch a lot. I've seen fringe starters fetch a lot. The price for Mike Trout is probably actually not far off from that. To be honest with you, and the, a guy like that in the prime of his career, you're probably going to end up giving up. Your entire future for that, yeah. at least at least most of them. This is what you do. You put because you, the Angels aren't trading him for any less than that. You put Logan's your everyday first baseman. You take Malik Smith. He's he's the odd man. He's out, out there. Here. I, yeah. Now I don't really care if Malik Smith is out because it's Mike Trout replacing yeah. him. Yeah, so you got Mike Trout over there with Steve. He's got to play center. He's got to play center. Meyer's going to have to move to right. Yep. Or no left. Or you, you kind of platoon first base between like Mike Trout. Maybe you maybe you put Mike Trout center. at first. I mean, Trout's or, a great center fielder though. Like. Yeah, he wins gold gloves. Maybe, out okay, there. so yeah. Dickerson, maybe put like Dickerson at first. And, and, what about Morrison? Like, uh, yeah. no. Okay, all right. No, Morrison's all right, got all right, the same all team. Right. Around the field, left field, Kiermaier. Center field, Mike Trout. Mike Trout. Right field, Susan. Yep. Third base, Longo. Yep. Hetcher Vary at short. Um, Miller at second. Miller at second. Or, be- or who's at second or right now? Beckham potentially or Beckham. Yeah. Beckham, Miller, Beckham Miller, Miller, Beckham. Yeah. Morrison first Morrison base. Morrison first base. Ramos behind the plate. Yeah. Jesus Christ, what a lineup. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> it's like, that's, it's, that's, that's never going to happen. Why that's a fantastic it? outfield, number one. Like Kiermaier. And that's what I'm saying. How it, are you going to get a hit with Kiermaier? Well, that's what I'm yeah. Look, if, Ra- if it's the ninth inning and we're down by one and Ramos like singles and you put, you, then you pinch hit, hit, or you pinch hit Malik Smith. Yeah. Or not pinch you, hit, but pinch run. You probably run. keep Smith on the roster. Yeah, or I'm just saying, Without you pinch Rasmus run, you pinch you run Malik Smith. Like you know, for for somebody, and then I I don't know. Then you yeah, and then you have you know Hazel Sucre who's been hitting the ball well. So think about think about this lineup. Mike Trout leading off. You got You gotta have. You gotta have, you gotta have Dickerson. Third, three or four. No, okay, Dicker, Dickerson. They Dickerson, say you have Dickerson leading, leading off. off. And you have Trout in the two hole. 
No, I think he had. It's got to be three or four. Like three or four, yeah. Okay. So, so, all right, all right. Dickerson leading off. Two hole. Long go. Kiermaier? Uh, assuming Kiermaier is healthy? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Trout in the three hole? Trout, trout in That's the... That's like three speedsters at the top of your line. No, oh, no, 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 Dickerson's then, No, then, I think then you go like... Oh, shit. Yeah, what do you do? You got to hit him three or four. If you want him to come up in the first inning, you got to hit him three, of course. So do you hit him ahead of Morrison or not? All right. I hit him three. Trout in the third lot. And then Morrison after him? No, Longo after him. Okay. Then Morrison. Then Morrison. Then Souza. Yep. <laughs> what a fucking lineup. Souza. <laughs> Souza hitting six. <laughs> then we go then, to... Then Ramos. Ramos seven. S- yeah. Um, Hetcher V is ninth. Hetcher, yeah. H- so Hetcher Miller, Maria, then Miller, Miller, Beckham, eighth. Well, shit. Why don't you hit Miller's... Wait, wait. Why don't you do... Why don't you do Dickerson first... Miller second, Ooh. and then do. So you're gonna move. You're gonna drop. Yeah. Oh uh, no no no, Kiermaier. I'm willing to drop him. Later yeah. And then drop Kiermaier. Yeah. yeah okay. Kiermaier. And then All right. Miller second. And then Trout, Trout third. <laughs> Longo fourth. Longo Morrison fourth. Fifth. Morrison Suda fifth. sixth. Yeah. Ramos seventh. Hetcheveria Kiermaier eighth. Oh Kiermaier eighth and, and Hetcheveria ninth. ninth. Yeah. God damn. <laughs> what a lineup. <laughs> Son of a Let's bitch. I it. wish we had money. Yeah. <laughs> well, like if, we're da- if we're down by a thousand, like yeah. it's fine, guys. Like we're down by three. Whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Let's get to their bullpen. <laughs> Let's see how they do against. Like, who? You got to pitch to one of these motherfuckers. Yeah. You either got to pitch to Trout well, on Goria or looking for Hetrifria at the bottom <laughs> of the lineup. Yeah. The Rays have scored. Oh, God. Oh, don't make me do that math. Oh, boy. That'd uh, be amazing. <clears throat> I, I, in a realistic world, let's, let's go get like a you know a, a relief pitcher. Steven Vogt. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. We gotta get we gotta get somebody that can throw the ball. We got a uh, we got Mike Flounder. Uh, he's gonna hit seventh. Good course. enough for me. Yeah. Wait, Mike Flounder? Does can he pitch? Yeah. <laughs> That's all I care about. <laughs> Jesus Christ. All right, what do we think? Rays suck. Rays no. Rays were good this week. Yeah, Rays were great. They won their both series. They had some heartbreakers that they probably should have won, but meh, good this week. Continue to be good, trending upward. Agreed. Let's go have a beer, Doc. Okay. Fifty-five minutes. Are we are we done? I think we can call it. Can we call it? Is there? I think it was a real solid show. Um, we covered a lot. Um, our. Conor McGregor and Floyd Mayweather. Anything about that? No. Okay. Um, None. Ezekiel Elliott might be suspended. Do we want to talk about Ole Miss? Well, that was Ole interesting. Miss. Miss. It kind of involved Tampa. Oh, really? Yeah. What happened? So, have you heard that they were under investigation for sanctions? No. For recruiting? No. Okay. So, Ole Miss has is historically terrible football program and a very racist university historically so they've always had trouble recruiting uh all of a sudden Hugh Freeze comes in I don't want you to read it I don't want you to read it right, it's, it's, right. it's, it's, it's interesting all right and it's gonna autoplay a video probably okay hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> okay so Hugh Freeze comes in all of a sudden the recruiting turns around like top five turns around like top five recruiting classes all of a sudden yeah it usually signals that there's some shady shit going on Money-wise, which all programs do, but, like, you can't go from not doing it to doing it instantly because it, like, raises some flags. Like, hey, 
They're probably paying players to come play for us. So the okay, so the NCAA gets involved. They start investigating Ole Miss, but Ole Miss like stands by Hugh Freeze because Hugh Freeze has like turned that program around and made them like really good. Right. So the program's like standing by him, standing by him, standing by him. Yesterday or the day before, I think. I think it was yesterday. There's a there's a his public records were told to be brought up due to a lawsuit from the old head coach Houston Nutt, which is a real name Houston Nutt. Houston Nutt. The Houston, that, that, that sounds like a minor Houston league baseball Nutt, team. The Houston Nuts. Houston Nuts hey. is suing the university for def for what was it called defamation? Defamation. For because he hasn't been able to get his job since they fired him, because they they, they say all the time like he he almost like killed this program completely like he was such a bad coach and like he handled everything so poorly. What? Anyway, the records were brought up that Hugh Freeze called an escort agency based out of where. Tampa, Florida. Yeah. No! <laughs> oh shit! So it was a one-minute phone call. Okay. All right. Hold on. So let me let me let so me. So Houston Nutt. All right. Houston Nutt, the old coach. Yeah. Was the one that sued the university and Hugh Freeze and got his public records. He called them from this fucking phone that the school gave him. Wait, so he, work phone. He is alleging that Hugh Freeze is hiring whores from Tampa to come to to come to old to come to Mississippi, and like hang out with with potential recruits. No, no. Hugh Freeze is only suing. He, excuse me. Houston Nutt is only suing Hugh Freeze in the university because Hugh Freeze used to say to recruits like, "Listen, this is not like Houston Nutt's program anymore. Like he was fucking up the school, like defamation." Oh, so Houston, Houston Nutt couldn't get a fucking job because oh. of all the bad reputation he was getting from them. So Houston Nutt would bring whores from Tampa <laughs> to, go, to go to Mississippi. No. No. But the funny thing is Houston Nutt got caught doing the same exact thing when he was at fucking Arkansas. Wait, <laughs> hold, hold on. Where, where are the whores from Tampa coming into play? Like Houston what? Nutt, excuse, uh, Hugh Freeze was calling them, calling an escort service. Yeah. And getting prostitutes. Yeah. And it came up in his phone records when they went to when they were going to court because they were uh, looking at his public records to see like the defamation of Houston. So he was, just, he was just fucking around. He was just, yeah, he, he was, was just fucking was around. Just so fucking he around, was yeah. calling them on his work phone. Good, good for you, and man. That was the tipping point for Ole Miss after all the shit that he had put them through. Like, all right. You can't do the same you know, work. But he resigned, this, this but he would have been fired anyway. This is suddenly making me realize I need to log out of my personal email at work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I need to, like, yeah. that. Connect that the they two, can do the all dots. that public record Oh, shit. yeah, they're in all... They're, they're in my... Oh, oh, yeah. Yep, so oh, that, boy. That, that connected to Tampa, so I figured we had to talk yeah, about good it. good for Tampa. Tampa is the dirtiest little it, city it in is, the world. It really like, is. The swingers and strip clubs. Like, we're a dirty little fucking city. Yep. You, you know, you go to Exos and get a hand job and a little. And this motherfucker, by the way, Hugh Freeze, who's married, of course, and has children, tweets Bible verses all the time. Oh boy! And things about his wife, yeah, and his kids. Good, get and, it, Hugh Freeze. And, and it's just like you, like people need to realize, like that persona that like he puts off as a coach, especially coaches, because coaches usually have a lot of skeletons in their closet. Yeah. Yeah, like, How many people is Nick Saban murdered? Yeah, like, or <laughs> like, like silence, like threatened or some shit like that. Like with just money. Like look what happened at fucking Baylor. Like it's, yeah. it's oh yeah, these guys are not who they put off. Okay? Man, most of the time, they're rich white dudes who, in this case, looks like a fucking chipmunk. Okay, he freeze. He looks straight up like a chipmunk. Of course, 
of course there's shit like that going on. You know, a millionaire. You know what though? Here's the thing. Like we like. And that's as, not really a big deal, by the way, by itself. Yeah, but here's the thing, Anthony. I, I just want to talk to you about something. Like I want to talk about this. Like when it comes to sports in general, like the North owns so much shit. They own hockey and yeah. football and and baseball, like the Yankees and the Mets and the Penguins yeah. and the Blackhawks. Like they own all that shit. The South. Is college football? Yeah, we own that shit. <laughs> like we're we're the dirty college football owners. <laughs> like Tennessee, Georgia, Florida, Ga- Florida FSU, like all the yeah, Miami. All oh yeah, yeah college we, football is a fucking a, dirty game. It's a southern ass it's game. A dirty like, we ass own game. that. That's like, that southern. is our yeah, shit. Sure. Like, you want to you want to be college football? That's cool, Oregon. Yeah, you know, go yeah. do your thing. Fucking no, you, you know, and, and there's a lot of good teams from up north. Oh, but sure. Like, but but like there's no there's, Alabamas. There's, there's no LSUs. There's, there's no, no Florida. There's no Florida State. fucking trees yeah. <laughs> because they're team loss. Like, there's no team recruiting gang members. Yeah, like, like, it's it's like, like that, this is On purpose, like, like yeah. yeah, we want that guy because he'll fucking kill somebody on the field. Like, he want, like dude. that dude wants to fucking murder people. Like, the South that guy. Is and m- give his mom a house <laughs> so he makes sure he comes here. Like... That's college football. Like, it is. Yeah, like, and, and you know what? I, and you know, you know, know what? And you know what? And I fucking love it. I've, so yeah, yeah it's, I, I appreciate that part of it because like it's like, growing up in the South, like college football is a Southern thing. I don't give a fuck. You know what? What conference you're in? You want to make the oh Michigan and, and Notre Dame? Fuck yourselves! Like Michigan and Notre Dame don't want a candle to to, to LSU and Alabama and Florida and Florida State and Miami and and just you know even even Georgia Tech and and, and Georgia and like just eh, this, the South. It, that is where college football. That's where football comes from, motherfuckers. I remember when Steve Spurrier got interviewed when he was head coach of the Gators when he got interviewed about FSU and he called them Free Shoes University. <laughs> Because he, they were just giving like <laughs> gifts to recruits and stuff like yeah. that, and so were we. Okay. Oh yeah. So was the University of Florida. I don't want to fucking hear it from any f- college football fan ever that your team slash your staff slash your boosters. There's fucking oil tycoons <laughs> that boost football programs that pay them millions. Where do you think that money's going? You think they're building new facilities every three years? No. It's going they're, they're going in pockets of recruits. <laughs> what do you fucking think? That guy, oh, that that nineteen-year-old that lives in the projects, all of a sudden has a Camaro. Come on, man! Like everybody's doing it. Like, and that's great. Like those recruits, fucking take it, take it all day long. Yeah. Because everybody else is like, take it all day long. They want to pay off your mom's house. Sure. They want to pay for your rent. Sure. They want to give you Camaro. Awesome. Like take it, fucking take it. Because at the end of the day, if you're good enough, you're gonna go to the NFL anyway. Yep. What are they going to do to you? They're going to punish the school? Who gives a shit? Yeah. yeah Reggie Bush got his little Heisman. Yeah. Heisman trophy back in. Who gives a fuck? Was <laughs> yeah, like, it a Super Bowl that ring? Dude made millions. Super Bowl yeah, ring. That dude made fuck millions. Yourself. And he fucking broke yeah. college records. He knows he did. Everybody knows he did. Who gives a fuck? Take it. Look at Pete Take Carroll. it and run. Pete Carroll, too. Like, he's like, Pete yeah, Carroll left. Fuck. He just fucking yeah. left. He was like, ah, fucking Seattle job? Sure. Like, it's just like left USC ruins. None of that shit came back on him. Nope. Because it's only illegal under the NCAA. Yep. <laughs> Aaron Hernandez. Well. But it's t- fucking, it's a dirty ass game. And, and like, And sometimes it's too dirty, like Baylor. But. You know, most schools are like, yeah, fucking what? Your mom needs your house paid off? Sure. So is, so is football. Football's a dirt. People, I, I hate oh, people yeah. that aren't willing to admit or like feel like, 
uh, you know, football, some kind of, oh, my, my player, Ezekiel could have committed a domestic assault, oh or my God. player, you know, my player couldn't be doing performance. Of course he is. Guys, come on. <laughs> let, let, can we be real for a second? These guys just, just want to win. They're massive they're, superhumans. Yeah. How do you think they got that way? Yeah. <laughs> Anywho. All right, that was that was great. That was, that was a great episode. That was I, an amazing episode. I can always tell when the good episodes from the bad episodes from the mediocre. This is a great episode. I love when we have great episodes. So this is good. Uh, stay tuned for episode number two hundred coming very soon. And you know, another thing I think I'm going to do is I'm going to make a Patreon page very soon for Word of the Bay. A lot of people donated to the Shark Trapper Patreon that were fans of Word of the Bay, so maybe. Donate to yeah, the, the base. If you guys didn't know, we're our own thing now. Yeah, so yeah, we're we, we're our own thing. Our, the network that we are part of uh, no longer exists. But here's so. here's the thing. This is what I want to do with Patreon. I like like I want. I'm going to establish a very clear goal. Our number one goal. Like this is what we want to get to. We want to get a new soundboard. That's all I yeah. want. I just want a new soundboard. If we can get enough to that, then that's fine. And then and then once we get that, maybe we can make another goal of like, hey, we'll get better microphones or something like that. But I think. At some point, I'm, I'm going to make we a Patreon. We promise you that any money that you're willing to give us, which you don't have to give us any, will go towards improving the quality of the show. Yeah, I think, I think like if, if three people donate a dollar, I think that'd be cool because then like eventually we'll get enough to get the goddamn soundboard. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Yep. But I, you know, I know in the past of like where the Bay people have donated like twenty bucks, five bucks, ten bucks. So like this, this then people do like I know people appreciate the show and and, yeah. and want to contribute. So like that is going to be my f- number one. And we goal. appreciate you exactly. Yeah. So my number one goal from here on out, and 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 you know, fuck you, the onion. But I'm going to get a new soundboard and I'm going to prevent all these stupid clicks and pops and whistles from happening. So. Um, I just realized what you were referencing. Yeah. I don't want to get <laughs> Making that solemn promise. Solemn, solemn <laughs> promise. <laughs> the sound quality will improve Sound quality will week. improve the next episode. <laughs> uh, and, then, and then Jonathan might return pretty soon, I think. That'll be fun. We'll see. We'll see what happens. Jonathan's, episode, a, Jonathan's always a great guy. Oh, uh, dude. 200's coming up, and then we'll, we'll, we'll see what happens. So, All right. Cool. Um, bull predictions. Nick, Nick, any bull predictions? Okay. All right. So, yeah, it's good. As, uh, dude, I can, if it happens, that'd be crazy. Crazy. Um, Alex Cobb throws a perfect game. Key Cruiser off signs. And we're out. All right. That was Word of the Day. we're out, folks. That was Word of the Day for this week. I'm Kyle. I'm Anthony. And we'll see you next week. Fucking Ricky Weeks, man. Damn it. Damn it.